Blog Talk Radio. You naughty girl, shame on you. You should have known better. What are you thinking? These and other messages like them produce shame. Today on the Freedom Girls Sisterhood, we're going to talk about shame and how to be set free from it. Join us. Our program begins right now. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining us again. I'm your host, Dawn Scott Damon, and you are listening to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. Hey, today we're going to talk about shame. So many of us struggle with a shame-based nature. Shame on you. You naughty girl. You bad girl. You should have known better. These and other shaming messages just seem to shape our sense of identity and who we are. Didn't our mother know? We felt shame. We felt embarrassed. We didn't need to be told, shame on you. Shame is on me. We're going to talk about that today. But before we get into that, I want to introduce to you and welcome back to the house. The sisterhood is with us. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. So we have Shelly Beach and Wanda Sanchez. Hey, you guys, give a shout out and give some love. We'll, we'll start with you, Shelly. How are you doing today, Shelly? Hey, John, it's great to be here. Got a little bit of a tickle here today, but it's a, we are just glad to be here and be part of the sisterhood. All right. Amen. And Wanda, how are you doing, girl? Um, Okay. I made it here. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I like this. Um, I like the scenery. Yeah, we're looking out the window of the studio today. We see our lawn guy. We might hear him pass by in a minute. <laughs> He's decided to uh, trim every blade of grass today outside our window. Kicking up the dust for Yes. But, hey, guys, I'm glad that you're joining us today. We're going to talk about shame. And I don't think that people realize oftentimes that what they're dealing with is this thing called shame. So let's get into it. I want to define it today. Shame is a very painful feeling. It's a kind of a mix. You feel regret, humiliation, self-hate, and dishonor. And it actually comes from an old word that means to cover. And I believe that's exactly how we feel when someone is struggling with shame. You just want to cover. You want to blend in. You want to disappear. Mm -hmm. That's a definition of shame. But even deeper than that, shame always carries with it this feeling of being defective, being a disgrace, being unacceptable, being damaged. Mm -hmm. And... um, there's a distinction between that and guilt. Some people say, yeah, I feel guilty. Well, guilt is when you've done something wrong. Guilt can be healthy at mm-hmm. times. It it shows that we have a sensitive conscience about um, sin or doing some, a behavior that's unacceptable. So guilt some, sometimes can be healthy for us. But guilt says, I've done something wrong. It speaks to a behavior. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. But Shame speaks to your entire self, not I've done something wrong, I am something wrong. Right. Right. I have this picture of myself as a child sitting on my bed and one of my parents standing over me and speaking negatively to me and just kind of pouring out words of derision on me. Mm. And it's it's just a, a mental picture of myself kind of, you know, um, slumped forward, small child with these words pouring out and just this feeling of of being nothing and wanting to disappear 
and uh, kind of carrying that that image of myself with me for so long. And um, mm. to, to me, that that's kind of a, a mental picture of myself of feeling that that shame that came kind of pouring out that sense of identity that I absorbed from, I think, uh, in part from a parent. Mm-hmm. And absorbed is a good <clears throat> word that you took that in. Yes. And you integrated it into your very core mm-hmm. of who you are. Yes. And much like um, cement, when we're mixing that cement and then we pour that foundation, whatever got into that cement is part of that foundation. Mm-hmm. And when you have a shame-based nature, it's like you absorbed those things and that got mixed into your core and, and that's your identity. Now that's your foundation, a shame base. And everything that you build in your life is based on this negative sense of self that yes. I'm flawed, yes. I'm wrong, I'm damaged. Ruined. It becomes a filter, mm. yeah. It, it becomes the way that you hear things. Actually, Wanda and I had a conversation about this the other day. We were talking about... <clears throat> A simple comment that somebody had made, and um, to most people, it would have been an innocuous comment. It would have just been a something that wouldn't have sounded uh, like a shame-laden comment. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> knowing this individual, and even for me, um, I can pick up comments sometimes um, with a with a shame with my shame filter. It'll come through the grid, and I can hear it through this sense of shame and this filter of shame, because that's that's that filter that we sometimes can bring if we're not aware and we don't know that that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanda, you said you guys just had a conversation about that. Were you going <clears> to <throat> say something to that? That shame, you said ruined. That Feeling ruined is such a powerful word. That was one of the first words that I told Shelly when she said, can you tell me what you feel like when we first spoke mm-hmm. four years ago? And that was the first word I said, ruined. Ruined. It was just where I I lived in the ruins, you know, uh-huh. and I just felt like um, I was uh, I wasn't, you know, when I in other words, when I walked out with friends, when I went with family somewhere, I'd always walk behind them oh, because wow. I was ashamed, but I didn't want to make them ashamed, so I would separate myself from them because I didn't want anyone to be ashamed of me or you know I I was taking care of that myself, <laughs> so you know I just um, yeah I walked around like that all my whole life. Mm-hmm. Really. That's that's an incredible picture, too, just being in the ruins. What I do like about that word is that God does amazing things in the ruins. Yes. And we see such a beautiful picture of that in the book of Nehemiah in the Bible where the ruins were rebuilt. And actually it was the ruined pieces, the, the damaged stones and the damaged rocks that they took and put back into the wall. And God can take the broken pieces of our life mm-hmm. and rebuild us, that's for sure. Yep. But you talk about a filter, a shame-based filter. Now, when someone is struggling with shame, words, you said innocuous words, just benign comments that aren't meant to be shame-laden or accusatory or anything like that. But the person who struggles with a shame-based nature hears everything through that filter. Mm-hmm. It gets distorted in the airwaves. What comes out of the mouth gets twisted and distorted. Right. right. So by the time they hear it, it has turned into an shaming message. Accusation. Mm-hmm. Yes. You right. should have known better. Right. It's because it, you, you're stupid. Nobody's saying those words. But or that's even what meaning they're hearing. Words. Or even meaning <laughs> yeah. those words. That should is is a powerful a powerful message that comes through with shame. 
a lot. In fact, I was struggling at the computer this morning. Okay, I was trying to do something with technology and I couldn't do it. And, what? You couldn't uh, do technology? No. I'm shocked. <laughs> and, and it's something I really struggle with, and I tried for probably 45 minutes to accomplish one small task on the computer. And, um, you know, Wanda was there. She could see me. And I ended up, you know, just closing my computer and walking away. I felt so defeated. And there was a sense of shame in that for me that um, I couldn't do this. And I felt absolutely um defeated and destroyed because there is a sense of of um of shame in that that I need to be able to do what other people can do. You other, should have known how I to do that. I should have known how to do this. I should have known how to do this. There there are instructions <clears throat> on Goodreads that you should both be able to go and do this in three easy steps. Mm-hmm. Why after forty five minutes am I um not smart enough to be able to figure this out? Mm-hmm. Because there's this um message inside of me that says should, should, should mm-hmm. There's a standard, and I failed. You failed, and therefore, what's wrong with you? The whole world can do it, but you can't do it. Yeah. What's the matter with you? And those are some of the messages also that I grew up with. I think we know a lot more today in our parenting by those things. What's wrong with you? What are you thinking? What's a, You should know better. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Mm-hmm. And all of those messages. Now, this isn't about blaming our parents, for sure. No. But it is about hearing enough of those negative labels that we've taken them in, like you just said, and I feel like the whole world gets it, but I'm this person that should walk three or four steps behind everybody. I'm not worthy to be in your your company because surely if I'm ashamed of me, you'll be ashamed of me. And you took over where wherever those shame messages left off, we take over and we shame ourselves. Right. We scold ourselves. Right. We discipline. Do a much better job. And oh, and we've perfected it. <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, just to let you know, I I closed the computer and walked away because I knew that my frustration was going to continue to increase. And the messages in my head were my messages, my shaming messages. I went to the shower where I could talk to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh. I could speak to that part of it, <coughs> mm-hmm. and I could I could correct that message with with truth and and turn that thing around and come back out and walk out with uh, a different attitude. Mm-hmm. That's good, so, and we want to talk about that in just a little bit. How do we get free from those shame messages? So let me just reiterate what we're talking. You're listening today, and you're identifying with some of this. Shame says I'm a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I'm flawed. And there is a strong sense of self-hatred or dishonor. And the word comes from the original old uh, Hebrew word means to cover. Shame makes us feel exposed to the world. Mm -hmm. We feel naked to the world. Why would we feel that way? But we feel like everyone can look right through us. When someone is struggling with shame, you feel like everyone knows your flaws knows your weaknesses, knows what you've done wrong, knows how you've blown it, failed, how you've been ruined, and and shame just begins to radiate. So when you struggle with that, you want to cover. Right. Just like Adam and Eve did in the garden. They right. felt ashamed because of their nakedness, their exposure, right. Right. and they wanted to cover. So when we want to cover shame, oftentimes we'll put on a mask 
will hide our true identity because we feel that's flawed, intrinsically flawed and wrong, and we'll put on a mask. So I'll pretend I'm the outgoing girl. Mm-hmm. Or I'm the, some women act very sexual and very sensuous. Right. Or some will struggle and be very, uh, we call it porcupine or bristly. Right. Like just radiate and broadcast, don't touch me, don't come near me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you might even think that they're conceited or stuck up. Snobs, yeah. Snobs. But in truth, they're very wounded and broken mm-hmm. and there's a shame mm-hmm. base. You feel naked to the world. And so you mask. So how do we get free from this? Well, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. I hope you're enjoying the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. We are building an army of women who say it's time for me to be free, and I'd love for you to be a part of that. Visit FreedomGirlSisterhood.com, and there you can subscribe to our newsletter and become a Freedom Girl today. I hope to hear from you soon. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, I'm your host today, Dawn Scott Damon, and we're talking today on the Freedom Girl Sisterhood about shame. And um, you guys, right before we took our break, we were talking about if you're struggling with a shame nature, what do you do? How do we get set free from that? How can we change that? So we've got about seven things here that we want to share with our listeners today that will help you break free from this shame-based nature. And hopefully today as we've been speaking, you've been able to identify something in your life that you may say, you know what, I never had words to that, but today you've given me words, and now I understand that what I struggle with is shame, which, by the way, is such a powerful tool of Satan, and that's why we know, you know, that's not of God, and and that's why we know we can be free from it. It's not our inheritance. It's not part of God's purpose for your life, and, and let's just declare today, it goes in Jesus' name. The first thing that I think that we need to do, um, shame often comes from a painful experience or some trauma, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, Shelley, it can just even come from labels and criticisms and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But first thing we have to do is shatter the silence. Open your mouth. Let the secret That's out. Right. Talk. talk. Uh, Wanda, talk to us about that. For me, that's where, my, that's like, when my life actually started to change, I had at times in my life through the years dropped bombs. I'd do hit and runs. I'd, you know, um, talk to someone who'd been a friend for a very long time, and then I'd let out one little part of my story and then run. Run. But I had never... Why did you run? Because I was embarrassed. I was sure that once they heard that, that they would not... 